Today, I'd like to introduce you to the most inspiring person in the world. I actually entered into a conscious relationship with this person 15 years ago, and this person has completely transformed my life. And I know this person will do the same for you. Who is this mysterious person I speak of on today's episode of I Love Me, the podcast? Our true self. Simple, inspiring lessons in self-love. Hi, it's Tamara here, and you may be wondering, who is your true self? It's the authentic part of you, the person you really are, the part of you that acts from a place of love, who is kind and generous, who feels complete and whole just as you are. Your true self doesn't care what others think, and your true self doesn't feel limited or less than in any way. Your true self is the energy of love itself. In this way, your true self is not of the mind, but of the heart. Some people may call the true self our spiritual self or higher self. But whatever label you give it, it's the real you. And when you're willing to enter into a committed relationship with your true self, then you're able to live authentically. That's when we're able to accept ourselves unconditionally and we feel inspired by life and what we can do in this life. And life is easy, it's prosperous, it's fulfilling, which is what we all want, right? To live happily right now. So how do you go about reconnecting with your true self if your true self has become estranged to you? Or deepening your relationship with your true self if you've already started out on this path of exploring who you really are. Well, last week I shared a really powerful practice with you called the Love Wrap, a tool that can be used to help shine light on dark emotions and help us recenter after being triggered by a person or situation. What this practice is also really helpful for, and something I use daily, is to help us get into a clear, connected space so we can listen to the voice of our true self, so we can seek guidance from our inner wise person and access the wisdom that is within us. So if you haven't listened yet to last week's episode, Fill Yourself Up With Love, please do, then give it a go. Practice filling yourself up with love and then simply listen to your true self. To begin with, you might not hear much. That's totally normal and, dare I say, expected. Because if you've been out of communication with your true self for a while, maybe you've never felt this connection to your true self, it can take some time to learn how to reconnect and trust that inner voice. But if you're willing to take the time to regularly connect with your true self, you will start to feel guided and held. And a relationship with your true self will start to form quite naturally. A relationship that is always there for you, always available to hold you, to guide you, to support you in this wild and wonderful life. So you fill yourself up with love as I teach in the love wrap and then you listen. 
You may ask yourself a question and listen for the answer. The first answer that comes, if you're in that loving space, is the direct guidance from your true self. But if you feel self-doubt start to come in, a feeling that this isn't working or a thought like, I can't do this, this is stupid, or is this really my true self speaking? Then you know you've lost your loving center. Fear is set in. Your ego is back in charge and you simply need to redo your love wrap. Then once you're full of love again, you listen. Like I said, this does take practice and a commitment to sitting with your true self every day if possible, even if for just five minutes a day. That will start to reconnect you with this divine part of yourself that is you. And that's really important to highlight here. Your true self is you. Minus all the conditioning that you've taken on along the journey of your life. So you're not connecting to some strange entity, something outside of yourself. You're connecting to the most real, most true version of yourself. And this self may feel very different to who you thought you were or how you usually go about life. And this is because most people have become so accustomed to listening to their limiting beliefs, the programming they adopted as a child, that this inner voice of clarity and truth has become drowned out. So drowned out that you may be in a relationship or a job that's really not aligned with your true self. Or you may be engaging in habits and behaviors, stories, addictions that are not your truth. You've come to identify with them because that's how you live your life. But this is based purely on what you learned as a child. And if you haven't listened to episode two, Programmed for Love, please do, because that will help you understand how you've come to be the way you are and do the things you do. For we are not who we think we are. We become a certain way based on our influences early on in life, and they tend to stick with us and in many cases, override who we really are. Which reminds me of this great quote by the American actress and singer Judy Garland. Always be a first-rate version of yourself instead of a second-rate version of somebody else. What she's essentially saying here is that there's great power in exploring who we truly are so we can be the most authentic version of ourselves. We end up being a second-rate version of someone else because we lose touch with who we really are. We try to mimic the big people who cared for us when we were young, and then as we're growing up, we try to copy other people we find inspiring instead of really taking time to get to know ourselves. For only when we take the time to strip off the ideas and beliefs of who we think we are, it's only then that we can see who we really are. And only when we're being who we really are, our true self, can we embody the power and beauty that we are meant to share with the world. When we connect with our true self, we're able to be who we are here to be. And that is such an enlightening experience. Most of us spend so much time trying to fit in that we unconsciously ignore who we actually are. If we look at our programming, if we decide to live by it, 
we're not being our true self. We're being a person who is essentially imprisoned or ruled by a whole heap of beliefs and ideas that were handed down to us as a child and that have made us forget who we are. What I love most about cultivating a relationship with our true self is that when we listen to the wise words of our truth, it's far easier to stay in integrity. If we look at the Oxford English Dictionary's definition of integrity, it's the quality of being honest and having strong moral principles and the state of being whole and undivided. In other words, our true self is our moral compass. It helps us rise above the habitual patterns and conditioning that would have us acting in a way that's dishonest. For example, I was brought up in a family where money was a struggle, and so when we were paying for something, if the cashier made a mistake to our advantage, my mum would shush me up so I didn't let the cat out of the bag. Now, obviously, this is dishonest, but I was led to believe as a child that this is how you got ahead in life. So that became my way of doing life, to be dishonest if something was in my favour. Then as an adult, I remember the exact same thing happening. I was paying for my meal at a cafe and the person doing my bill made a mistake again to my advantage. I knew there was a mistake. And then I noticed how I automatically stayed quiet, even though I'd known there'd been an error. I didn't say anything. I walked away and realized, hold on, this isn't right. I need to break this pattern of dishonesty. Because while this is a pattern I learned from my parents, it didn't feel aligned with my true self. And by this point in my life, I had started connecting with my true self daily. So I had this new awareness that what had just happened was a childhood pattern that I'd been playing out. So I went back to the shop. I returned the change that wasn't technically meant to be mine. And in doing so, I broke that pattern of behavior. This is how easy it is for us to follow patterns of behavior, often without questioning them, because that's how we were taught to operate in the world. And it's only when we're willing to start connecting with our true self, which means essentially rising above that conditioning that creates those habitual patterns, that we're able to really start to act from an authentic and honest place. And in doing so, start to unplug those old patterns that are not serving us for the greater good of all. We get so used to following our ego's voice because that's our programming, the bit that unconsciously guides us through life, that in order to break this habitual pattern of thoughts and behaviors, we need to be present with ourselves, Conscious presence. That's the only way to pierce through the noise of the egoic mind. Each moment really is a new opportunity to choose the guidance of our true self over the voice of our ego, to essentially choose love over fear. Each time we choose love, we strengthen our ability to do so moving forward. We build a stronger love muscle, a clear path of love. Our relationship with our true self starts to be one that is more reliable, one that we trust more deeply. And in trusting the voice of our true self, we get shown how to live more vibrantly. 
our true self wants to bring us the greatest fulfillment and it knows the decisions we need to make in the now to be happy and healthy in the future now. When we take time to listen to our true self, we're essentially plugging into our own internal source of information, reliable information that helps us align more fully with the truth of who we are. For underneath all our beliefs is an aspect of inner knowing and intelligence that sees us as perfect and whole and complete. And that intelligence is what I call our true self. A true self that is essentially acting like a GPS, guiding us through all the traffic jams and breakdowns in life so we can have a smooth ride as opposed to a bumpy ride full of roadblocks. For our true self knows what is best for us, as opposed to our egoic mind, which is simply guiding us from a place of limitation and will lead us down the back streets of doom and gloom if we allow it. When we listen to our egoic mind, we're essentially playing out the past in the present. So if we want a different result to what we got in the past, then we won't get it if we continue to listen to the ego, because the ego will create more of what we're familiar with, what we're programmed to experience. We need to start listening to our true self, one, because it feels good, and two, because that's what helps us break out of our habitual patterns and create the changes that we want in life. So in life, we're either listening to our true self, which is essentially born of love, or we're listening to our egoic mind, which is born of fear and is feeding us all the beliefs and ideas that we took on as a child. Beliefs and ideas that are not who we are, but we've come to believe make us who we are. So once we're able to rise above that programming, which is what we do when we do the love rap I taught you in the last episode, we can see our real self. Our true self is fully available to us. And so we can let our true self guide us as opposed to our negative programming. Of course, becoming more of who we truly are does require us to let go of who we're not. And that can feel scary. We're so used to being and acting a certain way that we can feel discomfort or resistance to doing life differently. But what I will say is that getting out of our comfort zone is how we grow. We can't grow or create change inside our comfort zone. We need to be willing to step outside of it. And for most people, starting to take the lead from our true self is outside of our comfort zone. Most of us have spent many, many years following our negative thought patterns and letting them dictate our decisions in life that doing anything different can feel foreign or maybe even unsafe. Yet what's important to understand is that we were always meant to be guided by our true self. It's just that for most of us, at some stage when we were growing up, we were taught not to trust this part of ourself. So we started to see ourselves as separate from this intelligence, instead going through life following a guide that was never, ever meant to guide us. We let our limiting beliefs become our truth, but they only serve to limit us and create a false idea of who we truly are. 
Our whole life is a mirror reflection of how aligned we are with our true self. For instance, if we're struggling in relationships or with money, this is an indicator that we're not listening or listening deep enough to the guidance of our true self. We're still letting our old programming rule the show. Our body itself reflects how aligned we are with our true self. So if we're spending more time listening to the voice of the ego, essentially our limiting beliefs and negative programming, then our body usually starts to suffer in some way. I've worked with countless people with chronic health conditions, and as soon as they start to listen to their true self and connect with who they really are, then their body starts to heal. It's free to come back into alignment because it's not being hurt by the beliefs they're holding on to and acting out in day-to-day life. And yes, our beliefs and ideas about ourselves, if they're of a negative or limiting nature, they have the ability to physically hurt the body. But that's a topic for another episode. So you start to develop this relationship with your true self. Maybe you commit to a daily practice of love wrapping and listening. Your awareness of your true self starts to grow. And then you may notice how you feel like you're in this constant ping pong match bouncing from your true self to your ego, like there are two versions of yourself, the part of you that is always so darn negative on the world and yourself, and then the other part of you that sees the world through those beautiful rose-colored glasses, which is a good thing, by the way. Seeing the beauty in the world helps inspire us forth. We're not kidding ourselves by believing in our dreams. That is how we materialize things into our life. If you're being dragged down by a myriad of negative thought patterns, know that this is all the stuff you took on in error as a child. It's not your true self. Your true self is wiser than that. Far wiser. She or he is inspiring and positive and full of love. Your true self sees the good in you and the good in the world, and she or he knows what you are capable of creating. Your true self has totally got your back, as long as you're willing to sit with your true self and listen, and in doing so, begin to enter into relationship with who you really are. So this week, I really invite you to practice the love wrap from last week's episode And just start to listen out for your true self. Begin those initial steps of building a relationship with your true self. Let your true self start to guide you through thoughts and words and feelings. Your true self will communicate with you in many ways throughout your day. Be willing to sit in silence with yourself. And then follow your true self's cues as you go about life. If you do you'll notice how life starts to get much, much sweeter because you'll be living a more aligned and more on-purpose existence. That's all for today. Next week is an episode especially for the ladies ahead of International Women's Day. We're going to learn how to embrace our period and why menstruation really is a time of self-love. And if you're not a menstruating female, please join us anyway, because the lessons in this episode are for everyone who identifies as a woman. 
Thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed the show and are feeling generous, why not give it a little rating or a review in your podcast app? I would be so grateful. And this week, just enjoy getting to know your true self. And of course, if you're loving what I'm sharing on I Love Me, the podcast and want to dive deeper into self-love, take a peek at my online school, gettingnaked.com.au, where I teach you how to strip off the layers of childhood conditioning so you can fall in love with you. Sign up for your free self-love starters kit there. And if you do enroll in any of my programs, know that a percentage of profits go to planting trees. So together we can re-robe Mother Earth. Mm-hmm.